Sarah Liz here. I'm your host for Fully Awake. This is a podcast on spirituality, mindfulness, life, and faith. Today's episode is about being light. So we've talked about really slowing down and being quiet and listening. And today, be light. Think about all the light people you see. You know, the ones that seem just like they are always authentically glowing. I sure know a lot of them in my life. And I know some that shine really bright. (laughs) It's quite joyful, actually, when I think about it. I think about the people that shine super bright, and I cannot wait to see them again. And some of them I actually get to see like on a Zoom yoga class or... I also get to see them sometimes on FaceTime, and that's really amazing. So there's a few that come to my mind when I think about light people and that are super bright. And one of them is Kathy. I don't actually know her very well, and she's not a close friend. I definitely would say that she's a friend. You can follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is at fullheartfreespirit. So just go to her page and you will instantly see what I mean. Almost instantly. Like she shines even through social media and in person too, obviously. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be naming her if I didn't think that. So Kathy has said yes to coming on this show. Stay tuned for some conversations with her. And then the second person I think of that really comes to mind that shines really, really bright is my girl, Corey Bloom Butler. She really blooms. She's my soul sister. Her and I haven't really talked that much since quarantine, oddly enough. Corey just shines so bright. You can see her light from a mile away. And I see it when she's on Facebook. She's just authentically light. If you follow her on Facebook, she's been doing these free yoga classes around like 10, 11, you know, they're kind of later in the day. So which for some of you may work really well and they're free. And then I think about all the other yoga instructors that come to mind. There's so many here in South Walton that pop into my head and they're not really my friends and yet my friends all the same. They really glow. I originally was going to list all of them, and then I decided that maybe they don't all want to be mentioned. (laughs) So my point is, my little world here is filled with glowing yoga teachers. There is something to this. Maybe it's the quartz in our sand. You know, I feel the same way about Asheville, North Carolina, and I am really looking forward to doing my 300-hour training there. I hope, anyway. We'll see what God brings. It could shift and it could be somewhere local for 300 hours. Or or it could be where my heart continues to call. Or maybe there's something else to Asheville for me. I'm not sure yet. Anyway, I really love Asheville. There is just something about the entire town that feels light. If you have been... <clears throat> if you are an empath, then you know exactly what I mean. Almost everyone I encounter there is light. I actually do not think I came in contact or even came near a single person that I did not feel light in their soul. I could feel their soul and they were just light. So growing up, my mom always told me I was a lighthouse. Sometimes she would even call me a powerhouse. She'd call me small and mighty, etc. 
She'd always tell me that good things come in small packages. She knew me well. Then along the way, I lost my light. I lost my power. I think there's several things that happened and they're all part of my story. I was carjacked at gunpoint on the way home from my job. And then I was told that I wouldn't make it in the arts. I'm not going to name any names there. And then I basically just continued to repeat the story of how I lost my power over a series of events that eventually turned into my second C-section. And that was really my turning point. The first C-section, I don't really remember. I was really out of it. I had been laboring already for almost 30 hours and uh, my first child was just stuck and she wouldn't come out. Later on, we found out that my hips just don't expand during pregnancy. So I'm one of the lucky women who don't have expanding hips when they're pregnant. (laughs) It made sense to me at the time, but it's literally proven in my... uh, in my documents. So it's interesting just knowing that now. I don't know why I chose to have a second kid, but I knew that I wanted more than one child. And so I'm so happy that I have her. And, you know, I mean, I want to adopt. That's a big thing for me. And so eventually we may end up with more children, but for now we have the two and the two beautiful girls. Okay, so back to the second C-section. I think I get a little teary-eyed in this and I was avoiding it just now. I remember every single detail. It took me over two years to fully clear that all out and to be able to talk about it like I can today. While it still brings up emotions, I am no longer in those really low emotions that I experienced for almost nine months after birth. And then they trickled down over the next year or so. During that time, I think I really traumatized my child. I did not give her as much attention at first. I would get so irritated at her. She cried a lot, y'all. She she ha- ended up being tongue-tied, and so we fixed that. But her and I bonded. We just bonded in a different way. She was a frustrating little baby. And you know what? Now, today, as a three-year-old, I see how powerful she is. And I see how passionate about life she is. And I think I've mentioned that in other episodes. She's just very, she's very fiery, very passionate, you know? And I, anyway, so I would get so irritated at her that I would just lose my shit. I'd lose my cool. And I would be in tears over losing my cool about this innocent little baby that doesn't know any better. My mom and my friend Hannah really pulled through during this time in my life. I do not know what I would have done without them. My husband helped some too. He helped a lot, actually. He kept our oldest fairly entertained. And I I never voiced, though, my fault in this. I never voiced in those times the moments that I needed him. Like I needed him to keep the new baby entertained. I needed a break. Then I didn't know how to say exactly what was necessary for me. I still am working on saying those things. Now, though, I can say it a lot more clearly and a lot more quickly instead of repressing it and, you know, thinking, oh, well, you know, he works so hard. I shouldn't I I should be able to do this. Um, And he does work hard. My husband is a firefighter and he works and he's really dedicated. He gives 110 percent to what he does and he gives it with his whole heart. By the time he comes home after 24 or 48 hours, he is depleted and has, and he really has to zone out. And usually by that time, I'm depleted too. 
it's not easy. And we continue to find balance in this lifestyle with children. It seems to get better and better with our communication as that gets better and better. And also our kids are growing a little more independent. So all that tied together really has seemed to lift a weight off my shoulders. And I think, you know, in addition to me being able to voice what I need. So no more kids for now for me. And if we do have more, it's definitely going to be an adoption. And I think that's in God's hands. Adoptions are really expensive. And, you know, I just have this feeling that that one day a child will come to us. And I, I've felt like I'm going to adopt for a really long time. And I just, I continue to have that gut feeling. So when the time's right, the stars will align for sure. The universe has my back, right? The universe has your back. There's a book that I have been constantly reading. It's actually called The Universe Has Your Back. And I want to tell you, the author does a beautiful job. Gabrielle Bernstein. She is fabulous. Just the way that she presents the book, you can feel it in her essence. You can feel it through her words. She's got so much grace and so much love in her heart and so much passion for mindfulness and letting shit go that, you know, and she believes that God is in control and and the universe, all everything, everything is in this big dynamic circle. And it's, it's a really beautiful thing. Uh, she references a lot back to The Course in Miracles, which this book in particular has come into my life at a really good time because I had just finished Course in Miracles. So I've been reading this this book for two months now and I feel like I can't get enough. Like I'll read something, I'll digest it and then and then I'll I'll think about like living it out. And then and then when I'm ready, I'll pick it up again. You know, it's just it's great. So I highly recommend it. The universe has your back. The universe has my back. And I'm reminded that the message we send out to the world is the message that we receive. So send out the messages that you want back. Sometimes that's easier said than done. I get it. It takes practice. Light is always there. Even in the dark, there is light waiting for you at the end. As these times come to a close, this COVID stuff, I think this is just the beginning, in my opinion, of what's happening. But as as the market starts to open back up slowly and and we attempt to go back to somewhat of a normal life, just remember that if you come back into feeling like you're back in those dark times, then remind yourself that there's always light. I remind myself that this is light for me. Uh, and truthfully, this rest time has been my light. So I'm still not fully ready. Our beach is open today and I'm staying home still. I am protecting all this good energy that I have shifted into for a little longer. (laughs) And in that, I hope that there is this greater, lighter, positive energy that is within me that I can build up a thicker layer, if you will. And then when it is time for me to go back and teach classes again and go back and see all my people, that I will be ready and brighter than ever. We are in this together. If anything, I have seen more support for each other happen during all of this. We are together. We are all the same. We are all one. Love and light, my friends. Signing off, Sarah Liz here. This has been an episode on Fully Awake. Namaste.